everyone welcome to the greatest show ever <laughs> um <laughs> by laura adibe yes you heard me right laura adibe um a lot has happened like since the last time i posted the podcast i got married uh-huh. whoop, 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 whoop. and so uh-huh. i changed my name <laughs> for national peace and global unity yep, i said that <laughs> Anyways, it's been a while. I miss you guys. You know, thank you for all the plays. And you know, I checked, and so far we've had like 147 plays. Well, that's a really big win for me because when I started this, I felt, oh, it was just me bantering and you know, just one or two people. But I'm happy you guys, you know, paid and you know, heard me out, shared my message, and so forth, so on and so forth. Rather, thank you so much. Okay, so today our topic for today is um, guess what? Okay, wait, let me stop being dramatic. Our topic for today is about being a mediocre. Titled, You Just Might Be a Mediocre. Let's talk Nigeria. So, you know how I have a penchant for creating annoying and somewhat accusatory um, podcast title. But play it well with me. You know, maybe that's the reason why you clicked on this. Maybe you want to find out what this one's talking about, essentially. But anyways, today I'm not alone. I came with my friend from, I don't know, for a very long time. I think my friend is in secondary school. A.K.A. Ken Sarowiwa, because she was at Lekito Gates. <laughs> 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 and she refused to agree. So anyway, she's here with me today. Her name is Enetie Odiong, aka Nettie Perry, aka Tensarowiwa. So, Nettie, please introduce yourself to us. Hi, guys. Don't worry, um, according to the last one, this is my professional voice. You know, so I'm going to keep my hood voice for, you know, my peeps. Not like you guys. Are. Please, introduce yourself to us. <laughs> my name is Enetie. Um, I forget everything else now. Yeah, my name is Enetie. Uh, I think I'm just uh, a very enthusiastic person about life. I enjoy life and I feel like, you know, life is hard. You know, as adults, we're hustling, you know, there's requests, expectations from left, right, family, friends, you know, spouse, and all of that stuff. But in the midst of that, I strongly believe that we have to find a way to also enjoy living life so that it doesn't get like boring and tiring and become like this thing that you just have to do. You want to do this, just I just have to, I just everything is just have to. So you just have to find a way to like let us in and just enjoy being alive because there's so many people who would love to be here, but I'm not so I want to enjoy it. Yeah. That's nice. Thank you, Laura. All right. Uh, fun fact as well, she's also a mechanical engineer. My girl is bad. Like, she's bad. She's hmm. bad. Hello. Well, anyway, <laughs> moving forward, Mademoiselle, I'm going to need you to speak up because I think um, your voice is getting a little bit muffled. And personally, I've been struggling to hear you. Okay? Okay, so... Okay, ma'am. Back to our topic for the day. 
it just might be a mediocre okay let's talk nigeria so introductions there is a mediocre and there is a mediocre life yeah so essentially um next what do you think um who do you see a mediocre as what do you think a mediocre Uh, is essentially yeah I think a mediocre is somebody that's just like average. Yeah, I think that's what people call basic. Not because, um, not because of your, you know, way of life or anything. Just because you're not, you're not pushing yourself to be the very best at whatever you're doing. I'm just like, let me just. Let me just, if I can just do it like this, that's, this is just enough. I don't need to do more than required. Okay. Because if I just do it just the way that it will, this will pass, this is acceptable, then that's okay. Because that's somebody that's just average, average in their thinking, average in their expectations, average in their actions. You are yeah. not going any further than expected. You're not going any further than required, not even expected. You're just doing what is required, what is necessary to get by. That's it. I feel like all right, all right. I feel like that's the important. Okay, so I have this piece by um, a blog called Basics by Becca. It was talking about, or rather, it is talking about a mediocre life. So it says here that a mediocre life is one that feels like you are just living and not really doing anything meaningful. But when we live this way. It is because we don't have any real sense of what our lives are about or who we are as people. So this makes us feel lost in the middle of nowhere without even realizing it. So back to our topic. Thing is, uh, with the way things have been set up politically and otherwise in this country, a lot of us are beginning to become mediocre. And I'm going to bring this back home. So the fact that, okay, wait, fun fact. Fun fact is, someone, a person who was 20 years in 2015, would be 28 years old by next year's election. A whooping eight years span, like, so I saw this, this was one of the triggers for this conversation in the first place. Reasons being, uh, earlier I had a conversation with um, a next year, our host, our guest rather. And you know, that's like when we started this whole political thing, we we're really young, you understand? I think um, personally, I was like 21 then. I know you're calculating my age, oh, but it's okay. <laughs> same on you, same on you. Move on. <laughs> yeah, so um, I was like 21 then. And then, you know, the whole election thing, yeah, there was whole, this whole conversation of oh do we vote for Buhari or do we vote for GEJ? Say GEJ is good luck if Jonathan, yes, I'm right. So that's the one. So, you know, there was just this whole stuff. And I remember having a question with one of my classmates then and then they went on and on that, you know, the reason why we're submitting for this particular person is because he's a Christian and stuff like that. And I'm like, no. But anyways, we joked about it, argued about it. But guess what? We never went out to vote. We never did any such thing because, of course, the election is rigged. 
it's always going to be weak. That's our conversation, you know. But looking back now, <laughs> you know what? I think I'm just going to leave it there because I think we all have the stories of what to talk about. So I'm giving it over to my guest speaker here. Tell us, you know, what your take is on this topic and generally I know we've had this conversation before but what do you have to share with us today? <sighs> I hope that I can you know not I can stay on what you're talking about and not what I'm thinking in my head is how do we bring the two together? What does a mediocre life in Nigeria look like? Or how has Nigeria impacted us as young people? Um, you know, that kind of thing, or the quality of life that we have as young people. So yeah. let me start by saying what I think. In a life, yes, right. In that, it's just going by what you have said, you know, just thinking about it and just living a life that is devoid of meaning, right? So, mm-hmm. personally, I like to do this thing where when I'm doing something, I like to ask myself, Why am I doing what I'm doing? What's the intention I'm doing? What's the motive behind what I'm doing? Why so is it because everybody has to watch trending? Or is there something else? Is there another reason for what I'm doing? I, I always want to do that. I always want to have those checks because I don't just want to be going around doing things. Right? Because I don't want my life to be in the middle. Like, somebody asks me, why are you doing this? Why did you do that? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, that's just something. That's what everybody does. No. So I feel like when you're just living your life, you are having, like, your life can really be meaningless. When you are not deliberately looking within yourself to find out why you're doing the things that you're doing, you can just be living a life and going with what everyone else is doing, what the general populace is saying and doing. So you wake up every day, you work, you know, on social media, you see stuff, you come back at the end of the day. If you're living in Lagos, you spend a lot of your life in traffic, and then one month goes by, a quarter goes by, and you're just like, okay. Or like you said, eight years go by, and they're looking at your life and like, okay, um, yeah, what, what that, what does that look like for me? Well, like eight years ago, I was what in four hundred level, and I had all like this big dreams, or when I do this, I want to do my masters, when I graduate, I want to. PhD, and I actually applied for some of those things, you know. Uh, and then I'm looking at myself like eight years later, and I'm like, Well, girl, you ain't got no masters, uh, you definitely have no PhD, you know. And uh, is this in Nigeria? Is this the part of Nigeria? How has Nigeria impacted the place where I am now? Yeah. Does that make me? that I have I I, I haven't or that I didn't achieve certain um, dreams or certain things that I thought that I would have at this point in time in my life. I can say no, that doesn't make me like I can confidently say no to those questions. 
right? But this doesn't make my life my gift. I don't really know that my life is just that because I can't you know, look back on my life because I feel like I'm just telling you why I am where I am. Right? Irrespective of Nigeria, the economy, politics, and all of that. Would life and be better if the economy was better? Definitely. But am I where I am solely because Nigeria is well this is a public space. So, you know, it can help me with a better choice if you can tell what's on my mind. No, <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I can understand. Would I blame the quality of my life because of the state of Sorry, I didn't get the last part. Like I'm mean, like, would I? I'm not where I thought I was going to be eight years ago. Does that make does that mean that my life is in better? No. Why? No, no. Because I can look back. Yeah. Yeah. So just for me, that because I can look back and point to certain things and like these are the things that happened. These are the decisions I made that got me to the point where I am now. Could my life have been better off than it is if the economy in Nigeria was better? Yes. But does the state of my life at the moment, is it solely because of the economy of Nigeria? No. Um, okay. Um, let me interrupt you for a bit there. So I'm just okay. trying to um, I'm trying to put this this topic back in perspective so that you can I don't know so you can appreciate it more. So the idea of the topic about um, you just might be a mediocre does not necessarily talk about the standard of life you ought to have had or should have had. It refers basically to our way of acceptance of what is going on for instance um another election is coming 2023 and i know people who have stood and said see i've lost my pvcs or my pvc or i don't have a pvc and i'm not interested because i mean they will also read it so the idea of mm-hmm. having this conversation you just might be a mediocre comes from the idea that comes from the fact that okay we've seen the progress from you know personally i've seen it from my formative years of adulthood my adulthood life is still being formed but the very um what's the word the very you know fragile part of it has been affected by this because of policies that have been made um that was in 2021 if i'm right there was this policy where cryptocurrency was, you know, making making you know waves, serious waves. And then in Nigeria, there's this oh, policy yeah. that you know, but, you know, um, it's not welcomed here and whatnot. You know, you you keep seeing these trends, different policies that affect mm-hmm. our lives. And, our lives. And then there are people amongst us who still don't see the news come out and vote. They still don't see the implication of putting a leader who is aware i'm not trying to assert anything but i'm just saying that someone you know leadership who are more aware of the way the economy system are moving than age you get mm-hmm. have we we've never really sat, okay i can't say generally but i think a lot of people have never really sat down to say in essence um 
this is where we used to be this is where we have fallen i mean mm-hmm. a couple like as at last week fuel was at 270 naira a liter she gets yeah. do we want to talk about the ever rising um, um exchange rates like things are getting you know just at that point where you feel like ah, we can't fall we can't fall any lo- lower than this. any lower than you understand then and there's then this just, surprise you know, and we're coming down to get to get it's like we're going back to the dark age because i really cannot understand and yeah. then there are youths among us who come up and say what is the essence of pvc you know what is the essence like after i finish voting they will still still rig it there's something they always say if if we must err let us err in the side on the side of caution yes let us err on the side of caution so the idea idea of this this particular topic today is directly on i I know if my audience is usually not you know the older older generations and you know Mm -hmm. my audience is you know young persons that are listening to this if that 147 persons who listen those 147 persons who listen to my podcast say okay fine mm-hmm. i'm challenged today i'm going to get my pvc i will come out and vote made a little change in my world yeah. so the idea is we can't afford to sit down anymore and uh-huh. just yes you get because the truth of the matter is this for someone who is 28 in the next eight years okay as at next year let's say at 28 29 30 wherever in the next eight years a lot of them will be married with kids is this the kind of nigeria you want your child to attend where a man rapes a child and gets away with it or someone yeah, wakes up and so tells I... you that snake swallowed money and everybody's just cool with it we banter about it online for a while and then it dies off yeah, so you were going to say something. Yeah, so I, yeah, so I feel like this brings us back to the point that you know you're trying to make, right? And mm-hmm. I think I didn't actually fully get at the beginning of the conversation, but this brings us back to the point of living in a life and how a lot of us might just be living in a life. Because I remember the last election. And how the guys in my class used to have this conversation about Bwari and DJ and you know, and honestly, I wasn't really interested. It wasn't a conversation that I actively participated in, but I'm just like, no, I don't know, you do get there, get there, you get. But at the time, I can now say that I did not fully understand the impact of the government in my life because I was a student. My parents yeah. were giving money. <laughs> you know, I wasn't thinking for myself. My fees were being paid. My bills were being paid. Yeah, if life got too hard, I went to my father's house, ate free food, you know, yep. took care of his birthday, and came back to the pursuit. I only focused on the budget. Well, you get so I really didn't understand the impact of the government on my life as a young adult. But eight years later. You talk to me about politics and conversation with your friends. Yeah. Is it that I suddenly do a love for politics or anything? No. It just comes back to what we were talking about. When you are living a life, or either you are living your life deliberately, 
Uh-huh. Me, or you are just living a life as far or any any other methods, whatever comes my way, is okay. There's no need because if there's no reason, then you can sit down and ask yourself certain questions. If you are thinking like long term, like you said, if this in eight years time, if Nigeria is I, the, the, the crazy part that I feel like most people don't even think about is that the odds that if Nigeria continues in the direction that it is, that it will get better, is less than one. <laughs> yes, yes. everything. If we continue in the, yes, we're talking eight years time. If we continue in this path, Nigeria will be worse than it is today. If we are going to look at where we are coming from, okay. So somebody uh, that is somebody, somebody that's thinking ahead, is thinking long term, right? Yeah. Will not just say that you know, well, there's still going to be the election. What am I going to do about that? Well, you know, you're not going to be here this year, ten years. There's no getting out of it. Am I going to bring children to this country? I remember when Brady was like. 200 for family loans. Now, Greg is specific. They are forced me into being um, forced into diet that not concern me because now nah, I cannot afford. I'm just like, I'm going to buy another but I'm going to eat twice and throw away the remaining half because I'm going to eat the bread. And I feel, you know, it doesn't make, it doesn't seem reasonable to me anymore. If the bread was 200 or 300, I can waste it like that. But at the rate that it is now, I can't afford that kind of waste. Do you understand? So if you are thinking long term, if you are being delicate about the life that you're living, your life is not. If you are still in the position of, oh, I need to read the election, so why bother? Yeah, that's already a sign that you are living in the talent. Okay, for a lack of time, um, I want to ask you a question, like moving on. What do you think is the way forward? Like briefly, what do you think is the way forward? How can we as this Sorosuke generation move forward with this? How do we handle this? Where do we go from here? Okay, so I think that for me, it's important to change minds. If your mind is already changed, me personally, my mind is changed, and I know that you, your mind is changed towards the, we cannot afford to be bystanders anymore. No matter yeah. how Nigeria makes you feel like you are powerless, Nigeria makes you feel powerless, like there's nothing you can do. Yep. Get the system back to where it's supposed to be. That's how the country wants to make you feel. But the moment you accept that, it's over. Yeah, that's true. The moment you accept that as reality, then it's over. We're done. There's nothing more we can do. So we need to keep mentally fighting the reality that there's nothing we can do. One, it starts from the mind. Then the mind has to be constantly telling yourself that you're not powerless. You're not, you're not powerless. You're not, you know, don't accept the frustration that the country is trying to place on you. That's one. Because if you, if you're not 
mentally strong enough to fight on different things and even try to sit down and figure something about which you are not moving. So once you're able to like deal with that and have that, get your mind to that state of irrespective of what happened. Yes, things are expensive, yes, insecurity, you know, cost of living is rising every day. But you keep fighting that feeling of powerlessness. Right? If you can just stay there, then you're always pushing back at that feeling of there's nothing I can do. Then you're already in a good place, number one, to start. Right? Then, once you have that sorted, I think that for the next election that's coming, all of us, young people, because apparently, I don't want to say that the older generation has failed us, but I don't know that we can still come from them. Right? Um, they say that you need the wisdom of old people and the strength of the youth to, you know, for, to come together like the synergy of youth to you know, make things happen. So, well, let's hope that we can have that wisdom, you know, from right. like the older generation, right? But in terms of numbers, young people need to step up. We need to go out there, get our activities. And not just get your PVC because for some people you get your PVC when it comes time to vote. Okay, so as so I said, get your PVC one. Get people around you to get your PVC. And um, the simple thing as sharing on your WhatsApp, sharing on your Insta story, that goes a long way. For some people may have just forgotten. Yeah, essentially, exactly. So yeah, share the gospel. And then for me, the most important thing is take action. When you come to vote, get out there and let your voice be heard in your vote. There will be a lot of conversations about the reason why you shouldn't vote. Especially if you're a young person and you feel with your parents, you don't live on your own to decide that you're not going. If you still live around your parents, your guardian, stuff like that, maybe even friends. Or oh, you the conversation about how it's not safe um, and stuff like that. But make up your mind. That this PVC that you fought so much to get. Alright, alright. Your voice is going to be heard come 2023 election. Amen to yeah. that. Amen to that. Don't sit by the sidelines anymore. Let's not do that. Yes, yeah, so we cannot we cannot afford to be onlookers. Like just to be, you know, watching us. Yeah, that's them. That's their stuff. This is us. This is our life. This this are people who are going to make policies that is going to affect us in the next eight years after election that mm-hmm. is yes so uh of course we know that there are two categories of people in this nigeria two major categories team japa and team i vote will not count is that yeah team japa remember where you're running to they have racism there are lots of people who are in states and they have to deal with you know racism but your own is your own we that are in nigeria so in the meantime you're around i mean people even travel back to nigeria to vote in the meantime you're around give your vote vote even if you don't need vote i need your vote i am soliciting for your vote on behalf of myself because i am here yes and because i am here you have family here you have friends and loved ones well even if you don't have loved ones I say I'm begging you for your vote. Please come out and vote. And you know, and if you're loved one, basically, basically, we know that voting these days is like choosing between the devil and the deep blue sea. But you know, it's just what it is. Let us choose the lesser of evils. I'm not calling 
let's not forget that I'm not calling anybody less of evils, but you know the candidate that works for you, not because of tribalism, not because of what you stand to gain, because even if they are giving you 50,000 naira today and tomorrow the rates are so high, that 50,000 naira is still worthless. Yes, as a matter of fact, it is worthless mm-hmm. to you. So please come out and vote. Enough of the promises of politicians. Remember, we promised change in 2015. And yeah, we did get change. I do say that we did get change. Just that oh, we asked for what type change. of change we were bargaining for. So I think we should look more into what we are asking for. And um, listen to, you know, they do these presidential debates and all. Listen in, like basically listen in. There's no such thing as okay, they're already choosing the president for the next 20 years. I don't know how people think these days, but I feel like if they didn't need our vote, they won't come out in the first place to solicit true gifts and all. Oh, so please no. come out. See Putin, uh, Russia, and Ukraine, they're fighting because of decision of their leaders. Yeah, I don't want to go into the whole theatrics of that, but a leader can basically make or my country. So and if we claim to be the Sorosuke generation, it's not just about coming out and, you know, shouting, answers and stuff. We need to come out and vote. Please, share this gospel. Yeah. Like, talk to your friends about it. When you, whenever you hear policies coming up or people talking about the hardship of Nigeria, talk about it. Talk about it. Don't stop talking about it. Talk about it. Like, door to door. Like, if you have to go door to door, yeah, you need to get your PVC. If we need to host concerts, like PVC concerts, let people come out to bring their PVC. You know, just anything to encourage people around. Don't leave it for a month. Do your own on your own, in your own way, and you know, on your path as well. So that'll be all for Sorry. today. Yeah. Can I just um, say something before you? Oh yeah, thanks. Yeah, sure. Okay. So and I think something else should be in and before we get you have your PVC when you get your PVC. So I think something that we also are going to are somewhat disinterested in. Like our disinterest on that level is even higher than the disinterest on the national level. It will be okay. in our small um government bodies like local government, those smaller ones that nobody really sees. Yeah, like if we could take interest in that, let's start from there. Yeah, they are already yeah. out there campaigning. Let's start, let's start by taking interest in local government chairman and stuff like that. Because those are the people that all these people on top need right. to push yeah. their propaganda. Yeah, yeah so that's, that's true. Thank you for the opportunity. All right, all right. Thank you, Net Perry. We love you. Thank you for sharing your thoughts and thank, thank you for, for being with us tonight. Um, thank you, listeners. Thank you for listening in again. I miss you guys. Thank you for all the support, all the calls. Oh, we've not heard anything from your podcast and stuff. Thank you. It's actually encouraging to know that there are people out there listening to what we have to say. So, I can boldly tell you that this is not the last time you're hearing of me or from me soliciting for you to get your PDC because. <laughs> Our future apparently is in your hands. So, thank you. God bless you as you contemplate and as you share the gospel of God as well as the PVC one. Okay? Please, let's do well to, you know, become a generation that uh, the future generation will be proud of. The generation that brought change, actual positive change. 
Thank you. And to meet again, I am still your host, Laura Adibe. Good night.